What is up, my fellow DJs? Art here, Table One Podcast. Uh, as you can see, if you're watching and not listening, to my left, empty chair. To my right, empty chair. Today it's just me, uh, and I wanted to do something a little bit different today. Just a, this is going to be a quick episode. I wanted to talk a little bit about uh, something that gets talked about a lot in poker, uh, but not in the right way, and that is luck. Now, luck in poker all the time. It's like, oh, I took a beat. Oh, I was so unlucky I didn't get to the casino in time to get that seat. So unlucky this whale lost this money or so lucky that I won it. Uh, and that's not, the kind of, not exactly the kind of luck I'm talking about. I'm talking about actual luck that you kind of can make on your own. And what do I mean by that? Well... A long time ago, Mark Andreessen wrote a blog. Uh, if you don't know Mark Andreessen, maybe you should Google him. But uh, he's he's kind of a big deal. But he wrote a blog called uh, "The Four Levels of Luck" or "The Four Stages of Luck." I can't remember. But uh, I kind of wanted to take a second and go through those four levels of luck uh, here on the pod and kind of lay it out in poker terms and. And just so people are more aware of making your own luck, uh, how to be lucky as a poker player. So the first level of luck is it's kind of what you would call blind luck. It's uh, nothing you can do about it. You get struck by lightning, uh, and now you have superpowers. You know, it's, uh, it's for me, it, personally, uh, I was born with club feet, where my feet were turned in when I was born. And... What that means is I was lucky to be born in uh, America in 1986, where they had the technology to fix them. Uh, and a little bit of surgery later, here I am, played tennis in high school. I didn't get thrown off the cliff in ancient Sparta. So that's, that's what I would call blind luck. Um, the second level of luck is where it starts to get a little bit more interesting. Uh, and that's called like the hustle of luck. Uh, and that's kind of moving around. You don't really have a strategy. Uh, it's like throwing spaghetti at the wall and seeing what sticks. You're, you're running around. You're putting your hours in at the casino if it's poker. Uh, you're showing up. Uh, you Maybe you don't have an exact refined strategy for playing, but you're trying to learn. You're in action. Uh, and that's kind of the second level of luck. You're checking Bravo to see where the games are. You're paying attention when you're at the casino a little bit, but you're not sure what you're supposed to be paying attention to. But you're there, you're moving around. It's basically, you can't, you can't win the lottery if you don't buy a ticket, right? So if blind luck is just what happens to you randomly, uh, the second level of luck is moving around, being able to let things happen to you, because you're in action, because you're moving around and, and trying to make things happen. You're, you, maybe you're not good at it, but you're trying. So that's kind of level two luck. Um, level three is where, uh, is where they like, the, I guess if, if level two was um, fortune favors the bold, you're just out there smashing and breaking things. Uh, level three is chance favors the prepared mind. So you're, you're studied, um, you're, you're doing things with a purpose, you are present. Uh, 
if you're at the poker table, it's kind of like it's kind of like you're not really thinking about your poker strategy anymore because you have it mastered, uh, or whatever. Like a grandmaster in chess, he doesn't think about the opening anymore. He's thinking about bigger things. He's not thinking about how the pieces move. He's thinking about how he wants to defeat his opponent in chess. So in in poker, I would say it's the non-poker things, like the, the poker strategy, fine. Like uh, you're always improving, you're trying your hardest, you're paying attention to your opponents. But, but the main part of the prepared mind here is, is knowing what's normal uh, and then being able to capitalize when normal, when an opportunity presents itself. So at the poker table, I would say that looks like you don't have your earbuds in and your head in your phone. You're, you're there, you're, it, I mean, obviously I'm talking about live poker here, but that's where I live. So that's, that's what I'm gonna be talking about. Uh, my knowledge and expertise doesn't really translate to other things, but uh, in, in poker specifically, if you don't have your headphones in, you're talking to your neighbor, you're paying, you, you're paying attention to how everyone's playing. If you see somebody do something that they don't normally do, you might pick up a tell, you might pick up on something in their strategy that you're gonna be able to now exploit because you happen to be having your prepared mindset. You're there, you're focused, um, and, it, and not just on your strategy. Uh, I think this applies to, there's plenty of websites out there that can teach you how to play poker perfectly. I'm talking more about networking. So this would also be kind of like deeper strategy in making sure that you get into the best poker games. So your friends, you're making friends with the floor, the floor people, you're uh, texting them and asking them, uh, asking them to text you if they think a good game is about to start. Um, and just, just making these kind of off the felt decisions for your poker game that are, that they don't, they don't teach you on some kind of a online class. So I, I think that that type of stuff is, I, I don't know, some people just don't think about doing it or they don't see it in the spirit of the game, but the people that are doing these things are, are getting ahead of you on the list in, in lots of different ways. So just like taking action here, uh, it's basically the hustle level of luck, but with, with some strategy behind it. So you're, you might send a text message proactively to me or another game runner in your town who has a private game. Even though you're a professional poker player, you, you may not know this, but professionals get into private games all the time. And the way that they do it is they, well, first off, they're friendly at the table, easy to be around, not taking forever in poker hands. But that's all kind of par for the course. The way that people are getting into these games is proactively sending a text message or a phone call or in person, hey, I'm available to play if you ever need, a, need to fill a, a seat. And now nine times out of 10, you're not gonna be getting into a game, but there's gonna come a time, I promise you, where I or a game runner like myself doesn't want to have a five-handed game, uh, because, but it's still a good game, and, and we need bodies in the chairs. And there's going to be a time when people can't come, and your, na your name is the one that we get to. 
and then you get into the game, you get thought of in the future, and that's, that's how this process begins, where, where sort of professionals become private game professionals, or they get into these games, make friends with the VIPs, get invited to other games. It's kind of a, a rolling snowball thing, and if you're not trying out there, uh, you're not going to get lucky but you're going to be confused why certain players are in these games. You're like, how is that guy in the game? I know he's a crusher. Like, it's not always about how good you are at poker. A lot of, a lot of this, this stuff for poker is, is, uh, is just being proactive and, uh, and being available, honestly. Okay, I was going to get into another thing I had on the list, but I'll, just, I'll go right to the fourth level because I feel like it's more in the fourth level of luck. So we've... Let's recap. We have the blind luck, which is just getting struck by lightning, uh, being born in the right place at the right time. We got the hustle, moving around, throwing spaghetti at the wall. Uh, then we got the prepared mind, where you have your moving around strategy. Well, basically, you're moving around with a strategy. And more, more lucky things just happen, happen to happen to you. Uh, in that situation. But then the fourth level of luck is the, is the one that he calls reputational luck. Now, reputational luck is you getting things offered to you because you have this reputation for being able to get things done. So it, I'll give you an example. If you're the best, if you're the best diver in the world, like deep sea diver, and somebody pings that there's treasure down in, down in the depths of this ocean, and you're the only guy in the world who can go down and get it, um, you might get the call, and you might get a cut of the treasure because you just happen to have these skills that you've honed over years. That's your reputation. You are known to be the deep-sea diver king. You get the call to go and use your skill, and you get to profit way more than somebody else that doesn't have that skill. Now, that's just an example that I actually heard in another podcast, but it... Uh, I think it's a perfect, perfect description of, of reputational kind of, kind of luck. Now, for poker, for me, I started this podcast with Justin because we don't want to be well-known. Like, we don't want everybody in the world just knowing who we are. But we want to be known well by the type of people who might want to play in our game at Table 1. So that's why we're doing this podcast. And that's already provided like tons and tons of value just having this content out there. Um, we've gotten we've gotten plenty of DMs and text messages and emails and forum requests and people showing up out of the blue just like, hey, is this table one or hey, I love I love the podcast you're doing and like honestly, it feels really good, uh, but like. It doesn't seem like hey, we're, we're still su such in our infancy with the podcast that I'm really excited for what it's going to turn into down the line in terms of this fourth level of luck and deal flow and opportunity. Um, but uh, yeah, besides, besides that specific, like I said, this is in its infancy, the podcast, but uh, we also just people know that we run a game and other, other players for visiting from out of town know that we run a game and when they come in town we get random text messages from random numbers like hey my name's Jim I heard you have a good game uh, my friend so-and-so you know said you play 5100 no limit and I'd love to come and play 
and that's sort of our reputation of running a good, fun game gets these players in the door. Uh, so for poker, um, what I can say is just like continue to be like as honest to yourself as you can be. Make sure you take care of the dealers, take care of the floor, take care of your fellow player and be interested in them, like legitimately interested, not just because you want to try to bring them into some other game. Um, and, and yeah, that's, that's kind of reputational uh, luck in a nutshell. Uh, I'll give you another example of some reputational luck that uh, happened to me specifically. Um, last year, 2023, in the beginning of the year, I joined this uh, angel investing group called Angel Envy. They're actually getting ready to start another season of their Angel Envy competition, uh, which is pretty cool, by the way. If you guys are in Nevada, uh, it's a great organization where they you, it's 5K to get in. That 5K it goes is going to go to some startup company at the end of uh, April, I believe. You, uh, it's a competition where the best startups, Nevada-based startups, all compete for 400,000. I think it's going to be this year, uh, which is also matched by the state. Uh, so that contest is really cool. But uh, I I joined it last year and. Uh, from that, I, we did the contest, I put the money in, that was one thing. But later on, I started to get these emails from other people in the group and the head of the group uh, with different deals and opportunities to buy into. And one such opportunity came across the email and I was like, wow, this looks really cool. It's, a, it's called Flawless AI. You can Google it. It's a video editing uh, substitute, I guess, for traditional reshoots. It's AI instead, and they can like dub, dub voices and do all this other cool stuff. Um, really cool, really cool company. But I only got to put any money in because I was a part of this Angel NV, and they they sent me this email like, "Hey, would you like to put it? We're putting in some money into this company. We think it's great. Uh, would you like to put some in too?" And I was like, "Hell yeah, I would like to put some in." And uh, a few months later, I believe they raised money at like four times the valuation. So my little 5K that I flicked into that is on paper worth 20, but you know, not going to mean anything until it's an IPO or anything like that. But uh, th still, these little opportunities, they just like this deal flow and poker opportunities, people thinking of you when they could think of anyone, uh, happens because of reputational luck. And yeah, if you take anything away from this particular uh, talk <laughs> in uh, episode uh, I would I would take that away that like there's definitely truth to you making your own luck in uh, in poker and just in general just being being a good person does come back and being known for something uh, it, it can help you or it can hurt you if you're really known for something bad uh, but yeah, so let's let's go through them one more time. There's blind luck, uh, which is just where you're born, all that jazz that you can't control. There's hustle luck, which is running around and throwing spaghetti at the wall and hoping something sticks. There's the prepared mind, where you kind of have your your baseline of knowledge and you can see when when an opportunity, you can see luck that others can't see. Basically, is the summary of that. 
uh, and only because of your, your in-depth knowledge. And then the fourth one, reputational luck, which is just people know who you are and they, they think of you when, when anyone could be thought of. They, they're like, oh, poker game? Yeah, I know a guy. Art, he runs a great game. Would you like to go play with him? And then who knows what can happen after that. So, yeah, I hope, I hope you guys like this, uh, this segment. Um, I'm going to call it Framework Friday. And um, today is Friday. Hopefully I get it out. And you guys can, uh, can let me know on, uh, on Twitter what you, what you think. At Table1Vegas or just leave a comment down below. I do read them all. And I send the best ones to Justin because he is too lazy to read them. <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, uh, I hope you guys liked it, and that's the episode.